Welcome to Fuck Your Disorder. My name is Amanda Hess. I am a certified life coach. And when I decided to ditch my disorder and love myself instead, I finally started enjoying my life. It turns out love fixes a lot more problems than hate. You can't hate yourself better because the truth is you are already perfect. Hello, and welcome to episode number six, the anti-resolution. So this podcast name inspired by Taylor Swift and her song, Antihero, which I'm obsessed with and I'm sure will be played to death until I can't stand listening to it anymore, but that is fine. I just think the whole song is so incredible. And I just was really thinking about how it's already January the 18th. So I don't know. I'm sure that we all have different thoughts about this. Like, it's going so slow or it's going so fast. But for me, what I notice is that my brain is like, wow, January 18th, like it's almost February. And of course it's not, there's still, you know, almost two weeks left in January, but that is where my brain likes to go. And I know that I'm not alone in that. And what I want to know is, are you feeling stressed and anxious about your goals right now? And are you feeling stressed and anxious about your career and money and all of the things that you want to do this year? And do you find yourself in this situation where you have looked at the year and planned out your goals and planned out what you want to do or considered how you'd like to make change and then find yourself feeling overwhelmed and overcommitted. And then when you're feeling overwhelmed or overcommitted, then you either take scattered, crazy action, right? From a place of hustling, I've got to get it all done. I need to do more and not having any personal time for yourself. Or do you find yourself completely procrastinating and zoning out? Do you swing from one extreme to the other and then find yourself both exhausted and overstimulated both at the same time. What I want you to know is if that is you, that is totally normal. What I've really noticed, um, especially since I became an entrepreneur and even more so when I became a coach, is that the beginning of the year always starts off with a lot of excitement. And so we're all just so excited about new year, new me, fresh start, fresh goals. Anything is possible. I can do anything I want. I can put out a vision board and create this vision for myself and really decide like this is the year. 2023 is the year that I create this thing that I really want to have in my life. And my life is going to be so much better because of it. I noticed that we really grab a hold of that. And then what we do when we're feeling that excitement is sometimes we find ourselves overcommitting or setting new goals and committing to New Year's resolutions only to have our very real lives and our very individual brains get in the way. And what I want you to know is if you're feeling the pressure of the new year, new you, there is a solution to that. And Where I want to begin, where I think we should start is that 
we have been taught a few toxic lies when it comes to goal setting and reaching for new results in our lives. What we think is that working hard and holding ourselves accountable is the path to creating what we want. So if I decide to get a promotion at work and then I'm going to go for that, or I'm going to get this education so that I can get this new career, or I'm going to lose the weight so that I you know, look the way that I want to look. What we think is that when we get that thing, that our life is going to be so much better. And that then what we kind of think about is how our life isn't good enough right now. And so if our life isn't good enough right now, the reason for that is because we're not good enough to have created the results that we want. So we're not disciplined enough. We're not smart enough. We're not willing to do the hard work. We're not willing to be in discomfort. We are lazy. We are, you know, whatever the word is for you, fill in the blank. We start looking for how we're inadequate and that's why we don't have what we want right now. So then what we do is we get to work on piling on the pressure for ourselves. We put on a ton of pressure to try and ensure that we hold ourselves accountable, that we do the things we say we're going to do, that we ensure that we make you know, the choices and that we hold them and that we keep doing all the things we said we were going to do. And all of this sounds very like neutral, right? You might even be looking at this or listening to this and thinking, yeah, that makes total sense, Amanda. Why is that a problem? But what really happens when we do that, when we start telling ourselves a story of, you know, Amanda, you're really not good enough. And I'm going to look for all the reasons of how you weren't and so how you didn't create this result last year or the year before or whatever, how you've never actually created this result for yourself ever, even though it's always been something you wanted to do. We look at that and the way that we evaluate it is based on our worth. And the way that we evaluate it is based on how we see ourselves as a human being. And what we do is is we evaluate it from the standpoint of, well, I come up short. And why I think that is such a toxic, shitty way to try and create new results in your life is because it is so much pressure that we add. We add all this pressure on top of ourselves for not being smart enough, disciplined enough, um, healthy enough, whatever you want to call it enough. And so we add and add and add this pressure to do the things we said we were going to do, even though they feel awful and we don't like them and we don't know how to like them. And it's so hard and our nervous system is on edge and we're freaking the fuck out. And what I will tell you is that you can buck up and push forward for a little while, but it's never going to be sustainable to put on that kind of pressure, which means that you will never be able to reach those goals that you set yourself for yourself in 2023. Um, or you may not set goals at all because of that. Because when you add pressure, what you're really saying is, you're just not good enough to get this. And what I need you to understand is that you will prove yourself right every single time. You will just prove yourself right. If you are telling yourself a story of, you're not disciplined, 
You don't have good accountability. You're, you know, just a shitty eater. You're not smart enough at work. You're not confident enough at work. You don't ask for what you want. You don't, you know, really put yourself in a position where you get to be heard. We put all this pressure on ourselves and we just fold under it. And we prove ourselves right. You know what? You're not good enough because I already thought you weren't good enough. And so I feel when I think that I'm not good enough, worthless, right? I feel maybe disgusted with myself, maybe ashamed, maybe frustrated, maybe resentful of myself. And when I feel those things about myself, the action that that fuels is either hustly, hustly shit where we are just busting our ass, not taking breaks, not taking care of ourselves, not checking in with ourselves to see how we're feeling or how we're doing, not regulating our nervous system, not really crafting a life that we love living, in which case it's totally unsustainable. So eventually we fall off the wagon and then we beat the shit out of ourselves and then the cycle repeats, or we just simply shut down and we procrastinate we don't do the thing. We're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next next week. I'll do it next month. I'll do it next year. Oh, you know what? I didn't actually really want that thing. That's the truth. Like I said, I wanted that promotion or that I wanted to make that career shift or that I wanted to, you know, make a certain amount of money. But it turns out like, just kidding. I didn't. And all of that is a result of the pressure that we apply to ourselves to perform. So it's really, really important to look at the reasons why we set goals and what they do for us and what they do for our life. I was having coffee with a really good friend of mine who is older than me, who I've talked about before, who I have ridden horses with, um, and we became friends here in town when I moved here. And It's really interesting to me when I connect to women who are older, who have a lot of things that they're adding to the fabric of their life. And for my friend, she is, obviously she has her horses and that's still a big part of her life. And there's been some really hard things that have gone on there. Um, But she also is now painting and taking this color class at the university. And she took a history class before that. She's an avid reader. She has lots of friends. She's writing a book with a relative of hers. And I really notice how vibrant and alive she is. And it's noticeable. It's palpable. But she doesn't look at any of those things that she's doing as being a definition of her self-worth. And I feel the same way about what I do in my life. You know, it has been a journey of creating things for myself that add to the value of my life, that create this feeling of feeling alive and connected to things that light me up, that make me feel like inspired and desire and fun and joy, really leaning into those things in my life has been what has allowed me to be consistent. Those are the things that have allowed me to not need accountability because I just show up and do what I say I'm going to do because my life is something that I've created that I love and enjoy. 
And that doesn't mean that everything that I do is, you know, feels amazing or that I necessarily even want to do all of the things. I mean, if you love cleaning bathrooms, I'm so proud of you. (laughs) It's really not my favorite, but I can do it. The thing is, is that I have really learned in my life how to create goals for myself and not make them mean something about me, my worth, my, you know, place in the world. And I think that that is what New Year's resolutions get a little twisted, is that there is this general consensus of new year, new you, because old you, she sucked. And that's bullshit. Okay. Because what I will tell you is the person that is sitting here today talking to you is the same person 10 years ago. Okay. A lot of the things that I hold near and dear to my heart are still the same. The trauma that I experienced is still the same. Um, who and and what I'm all about is still the same. But I have been able to lean into the places of myself that I love and appreciate. And I've also been able to bring with me those pieces of myself that are raw, that are hurt, that are angry, that are frustrated. I have been able to bring those parts with me too. And I bring them closer. I bring them close to my heart because it's all me. It's all me. The woman I was 10 years ago with small kids and a new diagnosis and all of the things that came with that and the frustration and the emotional breakdowns and the inability to get out of bed, that woman is still with me today. She's still a part of me. And I don't think that I'm better than her. Okay. And I think that that is the key. You're already fucking good enough. So you don't need to fight for that. There isn't a goal or a New Year's resolution that is going to make you good enough because you already are. Now, that is the truth. That is the world as I know it, the world as I see it. It is a healing thing to think and believe. And the more that you lean into that, the better your life gets. Okay. So you don't need to set a goal to be better. However, I do want to speak to feeling alive because I think that setting goals and reaching for them and trying to get them is what makes you feel alive because not because you accomplish it because in all honesty the feeling of accomplishment while amazing lasts for a minute it's barely noticeable that's how quickly it goes by it's the becoming that makes you feel alive like i wonder if i could do this thing and i decided that's what i was going to do and then i decided to work through all the discomfort along the way and create that thing. I wonder what that would do for my life. And what I will say is that that experience can absolutely change your life because you get to feel like 
you have agency over what you experience. And that, that is incredible. Having that sense of control over what you can create for yourself, that is a beautiful gift that you can give yourself. So when you think about setting a goal, what I would love for you to think about is what kind of lights me up though? What scares me? What do I think, man, I'd love to do that, but I have no idea how I would do that. Is it a job? Is it a promotion? Is it a hobby? Is it a sport? Is it a relationship? What is it? Is it moving? There's so many things out there. The more that you open your mind up to the possibility of, I could do anything, and doing it doesn't mean anything about me anyways. The more thoughts, the more ideas that will come to you, that you will start contemplating trying. So when I moved here, I had no idea what I was going to be doing other than I knew we wanted to move. So we moved. And I really sunk into, okay, we're here. Now what I want to do? And I had to sit with the discomfort of it for a while. I think that what we believe is that in order to create that feeling of alive, that what we need is to what we need to do is we need to know exactly what to do. And this is just not true. You do not need to know exactly what to do. You need to be open to the exploration of, I wonder what kind of interests me. What sounds kind of fun? And to be able to do that, the truth is we need to spend more time just with us. So if you find yourself constantly on your phone, okay, scrolling, playing games on social media, if you find yourself perpetually watching show after show on Netflix or Prime or whatever you watch it on, and you're sort of going through the paces of your life, getting up, getting dressed, going to work, getting kids to school, coming home, making dinner, making lunches, you know, falling into bed, watching a show over and over and over again, and you notice that you don't feel alive, it's not because something in your brain is broken or fucked. It's because you have not given yourself the gift of sitting with the discomfort of being in your own brain and noticing where you don't feel connected or you don't feel alive. When you start to notice it, when you start to feel it, when you start to see it, then you can start looking at what might be fun though, what might be interesting, what might be an amazing thing to try out. I don't know what that's going to be for you. And you might not know yet either. So you're going to have to try some stuff on. You're just going to have to go out and try it. But what I will tell you is even just setting the goal to try a new thing in the next 30 days can completely change your life. What if you just did that today? What if you just decided, my goal as of today, so this podcast is airing on January 19th, but you know, let's say it's 
you know, January, whatever, maybe it's a year from now, maybe it's five years from now. I mean, this podcast will probably exist forever. So whatever day it is that you're going to set a 30-day goal to simply try something that you haven't tried before. And then you go out and you try to get it done. What I will tell you is that you may or may not like it. It might be super uncomfortable to get there. Your brain's going to hate it. It's going to want you just to go watch TV or get on your phone. It's much easier than trying to just go out and make something up and find something to do and then find a place to do it and then be uncomfortable and show up and do that thing and see what happens. But here's the one thing I will guarantee you. You will definitely feel alive. Because being alive is just experiencing the emotions that come with going out in the world and trying shit out. (laughs) Okay? Now. If you can't do it, if it doesn't work out, if it's not the thing you thought it would be, if the group of people that you join aren't the people for you, we have to be cautious to not make that mean that there's something wrong with us or we're somehow uniquely fucked because we're not. When we start putting things out in the world and deciding to work towards them and willing to not make it mean anything about us because we're already perfect, because we actually are already whole and worthy and lovable as we are, that's the experience. That is exactly how I changed my life, okay? And that is how I've helped many of my clients change their lives. I've seen it unfold time after time. It always works. So if you want a little help with this, Like if this inspires you, but you can't quite figure out how you can apply this to your life, what I will tell you is that you need to go on to joinamanda.ca and sign up for my 90-minute intensive session. Now, what this session is going to do is it's going to give us an opportunity to coach through some of the shit that your brain is going to throw up as far as reasons why you can't figure this out. I can help you through that. We can change the conversation that you're having with yourself and give you the opportunity to start seeing where you can start to shift. But what I don't want for you to do at the end of this podcast is to set a goal because you think you should or to set a goal because you think that's what's going to change your life, because it is not. That will not work. The result that you create from whatever goal you set is never going to make your life better from the standpoint of you're more worthy, more lovable, et cetera, et cetera, that you're better. You're not. But what it will do is set the wheels in motion of creating some emotion that you're currently not experiencing. And sometimes the action of doing that is unsettling for our nervous system. So coaching can be a really great way to help you through what that's going to create. And that's why I really believe in my program and what I do for my clients. And that's why I want to offer this to you because you absolutely should have this experience. Now, when you book this 90-minute intensive, there's a couple things that are going to happen. You are going to fill out an intake form for me so that we can hit the ground running. We are going to get on a quick 30-minute discovery session so that I can find out exactly 
where you're at, what you're experiencing and what you want to have happen. And then we will jump on that 90 minute intensive and I'm going to coach your face off. Okay. I cannot wait to meet you on this call. And if you're not ready, that's okay too. But what I would say is continue to listen to this podcast for sure. And make sure you go follow me over on Instagram at fuck your disorder, because I always have additional tools and tips to help you there. Okay, my friend, I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you here next time. Bye. Hey, I am so glad that you are here. Are we friends on Instagram? Make sure you come find me at fuck your disorder. And if you love this podcast, can you please do me a favor and leave me a rating and review? Every single one helps this podcast reach more women just like you.